0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, June 21st, 2022, and this is day 1555 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you, so let's go ahead and get started, Father. We honor you and thank you and glorify you above all others. Thank you so much, my Lord, for waking us up to see this beautiful day that you created just for us, allowing us to hear the birds singing and to see all the beautiful nature that you created, so that we can have joy and pleasure and and Lord, that we not harm helping us to not harm what you created, but to Uh, Help to protect it and to develop it even more. Help us, Lord, to uh, go forth and fulfill the purpose you've given us for this day. I ask, Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted, heal the sick, and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today. That it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is You are blessed. You are blessed above and beyond what you could ever think or even imagine. We are all blessed beyond measure. Many times, though, all the negative things are at the forefront, and that's all we see. And God wants us to really hone in on how much we are blessed so that we don't focus on the negative things that the enemy has uh, brought on in this world. Uh, Be concerned about them, but not consumed about them. And not allowing it to change our character uh, from uh, the goodness of God to the doom and gloom of the enemy. We're going to be coming out of Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. We're going to be talking about the beautiful Beatitudes and uh, that Jesus wrote. And we'll give a little breakdown. We're gonna This will be part one. And we're going to cover three of the seven today uh, because I just don't want to rush through it. Uh, this is, you know, it's really all of the Word of God is so good. So let's dive in. Matthew chapter five, starting in verse one through verse five. And it says, now, when Jesus saw the crowds, He went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And blessed are the meek. And I'm going to read all of it, but we'll hone in on on just the three. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. for, in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you oh that's that is that is so encouraging. <laughs> I'm telling you because you know uh being persecuted or talked about or put down is not a good feeling it doesn't it's not something that anybody seeks to have uh done to them but it is a part of serving the lord he's letting us know this very clearly and that he was persecuted and so were the prophets before us so point number 1 i used to love watching the game show let's make a deal <laughs> as a child and a young adult one of the games you and ha- one of the games you had to choose what you wanted unseen behind three doors. You could win something great, like a car, a vacation, a boat, or etc. Or you could win something silly and horrible <laughs> and, and not worth much. You know, it could be a hot dog or it could be a, you know, a squeezing stuffed chicken or something like that. So you could choose. Well, these... Uh, blessings Jesus teaches about in the Bible passage are not uh, pick and choose it's not one's optional and the other one you can take it or leave it all of these blessings that he's talking about the they are all necessary we should be embracing them all they're like believers code a believers code of ethics So the seven make up who we are. Uh, They are definitely, to me, attributes of our Savior. Each beatitude, which means um, the beatitudes describe the blessedness of those who have certain qualities or experiences peculiar to those belonging to the kingdom of heaven. So that's what the Beatitude does. It describes the blessedness of those who have certain qualities um, uh, or experiences peculiar to these or to those belonging to the kingdom of heaven. So they tell us how to be blessed. And blessed means more than happiness. It implies the fortunate or inevitable, I'm sorry, or invaluable state of those who are in God's kingdom. The Beatitudes don't promise um, laughter and pleasure or earthly prosperity. To Jesus, blessed means the experience of hope and joy independent of outward circumstances. We experience this when we follow Jesus, no matter what the cost, so you know sometimes we may feel like if if i I'll use myself for example, so I can remember a time where I needed something to replace. My old lifestyle, so my old lifestyle was looking forward to the weekends to go out partying and drinking and you know doing my thing and dancing, you know. And my husband and I would go out, and he may not dance a lot, but that was my main thing, you know, go out and dancing and partying and you know, going to nightclubs and drinking and getting high and all that stuff. That's what I looked forward to, and then. Once I accepted Jesus, all those things shifted. They just fell away. I had no desire to do them anymore. I even tried, and I felt like a wallflower. I just felt so awkward in the club, and it's like this isn't for me anymore. And so as I'm growing in Christ and you know, I'm grateful during that time, you know, 27 years at the first and only church I had attended at the time, uh it was really a family Thing, all families, you know, people, even if they didn't have children, we were all part of a big family together. And our my children, I raised them there in the church. But there were times when I felt this void in my life, and it's like I need to fill this void with something exciting, something that made me happy, you know. And uh, I didn't drink anymore, you know. That used to fill that what I thought was a void. And I wasn't good at drinking anyway. So, you know, one or two drinks and I'm done. And and I, that's no fun. You know, you're done. <laughs> uh, But that was the way the world, you know, was. And I was a part of the world system. So I decided I love shopping. So I would just, if I was hurt or down uh and needed a pick-me-up, I would go shopping. And that would fill that void. That would you know, really spruce up the dopamine in my mind. And I'm just like excited. <laughs> and and it just started to get a bit out of hand, you know, after a while, spending money that I really didn't have to go shopping and creating uh, arguments with me and my husband. And, you know, so that was not good. But to me at that moment, that's what I felt I needed. And Jesus was saying, no, you don't you need me you need these character traits these attributes you need this code of ethic ethics you know so having to shift and change that uh through the lord i couldn't do it on my own and i began to change and understanding how fulfilling my purpose brought me joy and hope and and peace and 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 through that, I was happy and even now, you know just knowing, okay, what am I to do today, Lord you know in this that you've given me okay, things are shifting now what what would you have me do now and getting to that point in our lives um, point number two God's way of living usually contradicts the worlds. <clears throat> if you truly want to live for God, effectively fulfilling your purpose you must be ready to say and do what seems strange to the world. So, such as, seeing yourself as blessed, being poor in spirit. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. This clashes with the worldly value of pride and personal independence. And uh, in James chapter 4, verse 7 through 10, and it's really interesting because I read the same scripture yesterday, <laughs> and <clears throat> when I was looking through my commentary on what I'm teaching today, it had that very same scripture. So how do we uh, get away from living based upon worldly values when it comes to being poor in spirit, instead of, you know, uh, instead of having pride and personal independence, uh and and remaining true to God's way of doing it. So here's how he says, do it. This is one of them. Uh, In James 4, chapter 4, verse 7 through 10, it says, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. And that's what I had to do. I had to let go of everything that was hindering me. And draw closer to God. He says, wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. So, let's look at a little bit about that um, to see. I want to... um, so humbling ourselves means recognizing that our worth comes from God alone. Okay. And and I'm thinking I've got that in my notes somewhere else. And so I may be getting a little ahead of myself. So yeah. So understanding, you know, that we need to submit ourselves to God in order to be fulfilled. Uh, and in order to accomplish that first, um, beatitude that says, bless it, uh, are the poor in spirit. And then second, the second one, uh, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And again, that's James 4, 7 through 10. And it's also in Psalm chapter 51. And this clashes with the worldly value of happiness at any cost. You know, we're always searching for happiness. And God never said anything about us being happy. (laughs) <laughs> and that, but that, those are worldly conditions. Happiness is based upon what happens to us. So, if we're basing everything on what happens to us, we're no longer functioning in faith based upon the word of God. So, we have to shift our thinking and no longer clashing with our worldly values. And it's common because that's all we knew now that we're serving the Lord, we have to switch. And Jesus will help us do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. So to accomplish the first two, we must come near to God by submitting to God, uh, yielding our will unto his will. Secondly, resist the devil. Don't allow Satan to tempt and entice you. Uh, Third, wash, wash your hands and purify your hearts lead a pure life. Four, grieve, mourn, and wail in sincere sorrow for your sins. Don't be afraid to express deep, heartfelt sorrow for what you have done. You know, sometimes we've we've harmed people and the enemy will throw it in our face and, and, uh, you know, pride won't allow us to let it go. And Jesus is saying, let it go and cry, and mourn, and, you know, give it to God, and and over what we've done that, that may have been, you know, evil. Let it go, and leave that in the past, you know, move forward, all right? Um, then um, the fifth one, humble yourselves. Well, it's not the fifth beatitude, but out of the my notes on on how to accomplish um the first two uh being poor in spirit and blessed are those who more so that fifth one is humble yourselves before the lord and he will lift you up that means recognizing that our worth comes from god alone so it's not about what we have, where we live, what kind of job we have, what kind of business we have, what our accomplishments are in this world, how many awards we've received. It has nothing to do with that when it comes to what Jesus is speaking of here. He's talking about, you know, how we need to be this way. And he said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So we're focusing upon Kingdom um, uh, benefits. What is instead of worldly benefits? You know what does the kingdom of God offer? What is the kingdom of God saying? We are ambassadors of Christ. All right. Then the third beatitude: Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. And the this clashes with our worldly value of power. So many times we feel like we're not powerful, then we're weak. You know, uh, I would hear kids say things like they're soft in school. They're soft. Make them feel bad because they don't want to fight. You know, well, no, they're not soft at all. They're very wise (laughs) and very smart. So understanding uh, that we're no longer like the world. So Matthew Chapter 11, verse 27 through 30, talks about this last one uh, that I just read to you uh, about being meek. It, it It teaches us something about that. And it says, and this is Jesus speaking. He says, all things have been committed to me by my father. No one knows the son except the father, and no one knows the father except the son, and those to whom the son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So what does that mean? You know, what what is this yoke about? So, a yoke is a heavy wooden harness, and I'm reading from my commentary is a heavy wooden harness that fits over the shoulders of an ox or oxen. It is attached to a piece of equipment. The oxen are to pull. A person may be carrying heavy burdens of sin or excessive demands of you know of religious leaders uh oppression and persecution these are some of the things the loads that we carry. Or weariness in search for God or in search for something that we feel is a replacement for God when we don't know the true and living Lord, the true and living God. but Jesus frees people from all these burdens. The rest that Jesus promises is love, healing, and peace with God. not the end of all labor, a relationship with God changes. Uh, meaningless, wearisome toil into spiritual productivity and purpose. Wow. So we're going to still have work to do. Doesn't mean we won't, but it simply means that we hand it over to Jesus and he will bless us. And then we understand truly what it means to be meek. You know, we are understanding that we just let go of everything and cast it unto the Lord and allow him to lead and guide us and instead of us counting on our own power to do that. Begin to embrace these beautiful beatitudes to help you grow closer to Jesus Christ and to, get, to become more like him. And we'll cover more of these tomorrow via God's will. So I was thinking about these beautiful attributes and um I, it really makes me think about the youth so um even my my granddaughter Savea <laughs> who's been with us uh all week ever since last wednesday while her mom had to go out of town and she has been such a great helper uh in so many ways you know um helping me to get things to the car and out of the car as we're going back and forth every day to to the multi-purpose center to teach the youth and since we don't have a permanent home right now it's just you know lugging things there certain things we leave but certain things that are confidential with uh, information for our youth and all of that I don't leave there I take them back home and uh Files of things, so she's carrying and helping us, and and she's asking, you know, Nana, what, what do you want me to do? Or so she helped me the other day. We went to my sister's house, and uh, we made a little miniature cherry cheesecake, and she helped me with that. What do you want me to do, Nana? How do you want me to help? And just excited and willing to to do whatever mm-hmm. it took. And and you know when I see that. It reminds me of the Beatitudes, you know, just that kindness, that, that poor in spirit, that meekness, understanding that there are far greater things that we should be doing, you know, even when I get to the multi-purpose center and and unloading because my husband can't do those things anymore like he used to And, and it's really hard for him to sit there like I can't lift anything like I used to. He can lift a few things but not walking and carrying them. So there you know sometimes there's a some young people there early and they'll come to the car and just help bring in things. It when I was at my sister's house over the weekend or for Father's Day my niece, uh, Talia, was sitting at the table, at the dining room table, and there were no more seats left as I got my food and was helping to dish up the kiddos and all that. She goes, Aunt Jackie, here, take my seat. And I said, no, no, no. She goes, no, you know, you take my seat. And she got up and went somewhere else. And I just thought, look at that, that. You know, this is how God wants us to be selfless and not, you know, worried about, what about me <laughs> putting others first? And and just so many things that I saw her doing and, and helping her grandma, my sister, helping her and, and dishing up the ice cream for the kids and, and just putting herself last. And it was so beautiful to see that and the love you know, that we shared one with another and how that, that's what God is talking about, that pureness. And we can learn that through Jesus, and we can see it exemplified and manifested through others, and I see it so often in children because they are so pure already, uh, until they get contaminated by the world system, and and but you know what, that can change too through Jesus. Now what about you? You don't know Jesus today. This is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friend, is the ultimate. And that is how you can live according to these words of the Lord. Otherwise, it's impossible. And when you come to know Jesus... Now you are born again. You are a new creature in Christ and you will spend eternity with Jesus. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen men. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, jackiebikesministries.org, j-a-c-k-i-e-b-like-boy-u-y-c-k-s-ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org and learn more about what we're doing in the community with our precious youth, and families, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and uh, human and sex trafficking education, Um, and become a partner. Help support this worthwhile endeavor. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make this an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.